Yeah, excited for the next one. Excited for the next interview. Do do we like have enough for the pre-intro? I don't know. It's it's, it's yeah. We have like little the snippets. Pre- I've I've the recorded this whole conversation. Like, yeah, it's a lot. The pre-intro he wants like twenty seconds. Uh, maybe he can yeah. Bram Bram will wish at something out of this. I have so much. Yeah. We're just talking for such a while. Do I have to say my name? I am Rowan. I'm Maide. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Icarus Idea. My name is Maida and I'll be hosting this season together with Rowan. We are super excited for this episode because not only it's our first episode of the new season, but also thanks to vaccination, COVID has finally chilled down and we are able to sit together with our guest in his studio instead of a Skype video call. So Rowan, can you please introduce our guest today? Of course I can. After graduating from Design Academy uh, Eindhoven in 1996, I took to work at the Netherlands Omroep Productiebedrijf, where I worked as an interior and graphic designer, uh, designing decors and studios for the Dutch television. I did coaching and teaching for a while at St. Lucas and uh, the BNO, and up to this day has been working for himself as a design consultant, art director, and an identity coach. Uh, doing assignments for a wide range of clients uh, under which uh, MPO, uh, while also being an artist and a painter at the same time. Right now, he continues his educational trend with UNEXT, a new educational program for creative business studies with an uh, emphasis on identity development and design thinking. Welcome, Cohen Van Ham. How are you doing? Uh, great seeing you here uh, during Dutch Design Week in Eindhoven. It's always a pleasure, so uh, great. Uh, great, we're really excited to go uh, to the Dutch Design Week after this. Yeah. Uh, Right here. Yeah, to start right off. Yeah. So, um, as Ron explained, you're identity coach, design consultant, and also art director. Can you maybe explain it a bit more quickly to our listeners? What does a identity coach do? Yeah, I can imagine that that's uh, that's the hardest one of the three uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I'm, I'm I'm working at. But it's also the most uh, touching for me and the thing that I uh, like to do uh, most. I feel like an artist, but I also feel like uh, that I don't make all the projects I make for myself, but uh, I want to make uh, other people grow. I want to make them shine. I want to make uh, other companies uh, be bigger, be more successful uh, than they are now. And after my graduation from the Design Academy, uh, I knew how to design. I knew I had my skills. I had my knowledge. But how to build an attitude or how to create what you really are, that was new for me. I mean, they didn't teach that uh, at school. So I was really interested in, in when I was designing a project, uh, why should I use red? Or why is that client not found on this or that uh, color or shape? Uh, and that made me uh, learn more about personal development, about what you can be as a person or a company. Uh, and that's turned out to be a kind of identity coach that I'm coaching not on the problems you had in the past because your mother uh, was not uh, not such a nice lady or your father was a, a bit too dominant. Uh, most of them are, but, <laughs> 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 uh, but the nice thing for me was is that uh, if you know more what you are yourself, then you can do all the things you learned for your skills and all your knowledge. You can use it better uh, for your own future. And then you know what path to follow. It's the same as in a, in a plane then. Uh, I mean, when the mouth masks come, come down from the plane, yeah. they always say, well, first help yourself and then your children. And when I was young, I thought, well, that's 
cruel because <laughs> <laughs> I mean your children can die and you just can can breathe on. But I knew, of course, the, the meaning of that is if you cannot help yourself first, then you cannot help others. So I had to discover all those things myself. I had to have some extra education after my my graduation, and it was about personal development, about uh, also Reiki or well, all kind of stuff that I didn't understand, and I, but was what was needed to become more and more yourself. And now I can use that as a coach or as a trainer for other people, companies, or, yeah. uh, to let them discover what they really are. And then it's much easier than after all. If I understood correctly, it's somehow similar to psychology, what you do with your clients? There, yeah, well, there is, a, a, you're, you're, yeah, you're right. I mean, you work a lot of on the neurologic processes. For example, there was once I had an interior and there was um, a marmalade product uh, for the floor. I, 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 I advised to use that. And there was the uh, the director of the company said, well, you can put anything on the floor, but not marmalade. And I thought, why not? I mean, it was the most suitable product for that situation. So when I asked him uh, about the why, he said, well, because marmalade is the, is the product that I saw all the the um, the shapes and 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 uh, forms in the marmalade uh, when I was young, and I always had to stand in the corner because I wasn't really. <coughs> Uh, <laughs> a good student, so they put me in a corner and I looked downstairs and the only thing I see there was marmalade. So his, it was not about the product marmalade, it yeah. was just about his feeling about what marmalade did to him when he was, let's say, five years old. Yeah, the associations. Uh, yeah, so associations. So most of the time it's, it's about your own psychology in what you can reach or what you cannot reach. But it, so that says it true that it has something to do with psychology. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite interesting as well because uh, identity is, of course, very linked to oneself as a person. Yeah, you also do identity coaching for like companies, and of course, which is a larger group of people. How is that different from you know, finding identity for person than for uh, um, it is um, the same, but also a bit different. And it's the same because I mean, a lot of uh, uh, companies, and especially large companies, they. In a few years, they get lost uh, who they really are. I mean, and they never think about. But what? Why did we start this company? What was the the, the core and what was the, the the seed that we planted to build this large or small company? Um, and that's the same with with people. So, but the advantage with large companies when you have a group of ten or fifteen people that I I have training with, and most of the time I use them not only the the, the CEO but also. Uh, the secretaries, I mean, yeah. you have all layers of the company. And it's easier than to go back because it's not their, of course, it's their personal uh, company, but they were there. It's their job and it's their being in as an employee in a, in a company. Yeah. When you do it with, with uh, smaller companies, one, one person companies or with designers or with other people, then you touch easier to also the personal problems that are uh, coping. Uh, that copes someone with. So that's, I mean, in a large company, it makes it easier because they say, well, we want the best for the company. Yeah. And the most of the company, they, they invest a lot in their, um, uh, in their marketing budget, for example. But a lot of those investments are, uh, are just polishing the outside. Okay, we want to have more young clients. Well, just hire someone young and the young clients will come. But when you're in, in the core, a really conservative and old-fashioned uh, company, then you can uh, you can call Beyonce to to, uh, to to fix that 
but that won't work. So they, yeah. when you are that, you have to reinvent yourself. You <clears> have to go to your own core, and then okay, if we want to be a kind of Beyonce ish kind of <laughs> company, yeah. uh, then you have to uh, develop and change yourself to that. Point. Yeah, really change around the identity. Then it's gonna be if you're a conservative, then maybe a little bit more progressive company, for example. Yeah, but I mean, I had once an insurance company, and it was really conservative. A lot of finance uh, companies are. Uh, and they wanted to, uh, to fix themselves and, and be more uh, hip. Um, but after the session, I, I, I noticed that, I mean, you, you cannot really change people. You can be more yourself, so that's good. But change, uh, I mean, if you have to be Beyonce, I think you also don't want to be <laughs> because it's not how you, was, or you were born. Uh, Another so, single lady. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the nice thing is that the company said, but we need the other market, also the younger and the more progressive market. So they started a new company next to the, the existing company. Because all the people that were there, I mean, I, I, I say sometimes you, you cannot, I mean, don't let a cow type your letter. I mean, because a cow cannot type. Yeah. A lot of cows can't. But that's, uh, so don't try to change the cow in typing. Just let's... Uh, Take some other uh, company, other people, yeah. uh, another project. That's well. Let's type your letter, for example. Yeah, and that's yeah. That's still really uh, the identity. But how do you then make the step from the identity to the designing? Is that because um, you also did uh, yeah, a lot of branding and interior design? How how do you put, do you translate an identity towards that brand? Well, the nice thing is that sometimes I have, an, have a project or, or coaching and. Um, at the end of the season, uh, I don't design anything at all because, uh, let's say, when someone wants something with old wood and just make a kind of chair, put it in uh, with, with all kind of cars and well, actually chairs that uh, don't sit really well. Well, when you have that kind of problem, go to Pizza and A. Yeah. And if that should be the solution of your identity, that you, your interior should look like Pizza and A, then well. Just call him. So that is my solution. Okay, we did this, the first step of the project, and I'll go to another one or to PJ and Joost or to whoever that fits best. Yeah. But uh, well, fifty percent of the project, uh, there's something I say. Okay, now I know who you are. Uh, well, I can translate that to, uh, to to image. That's that's and that can be an interior. Can be that can be anything that is needed for the company. Um, and when it comes to designing, and, and that's let's say 50% of the project, and then I know the input, because then I know, I, I ask most of the time, uh, I have a, that's three things are most of the time easy to remember. So for you also to remember, um, when a good company or person has uh, the three Vs, has value, has values, and is valid, uh, then I can design, uh, on that input, I can design almost anything. Uh, and value is about what's what's your what's your company worth or your product. Yeah. Um, does it touch values? I mean, if someone has if some product has no feeling at all, most of the time it's worthless. I mean, we were talking about um, uh, Starbucks, for example. I mean, it's the same coffee you buy and you you make at home, but at home it's thirty cents and at Starbucks it's five euros. So yeah. The, <coughs> The complete difference between that 30 cents and 5 euros is just emotion, is, is the values, is the values that it touches, that you're walking on the street with yeah. a cup with your name wrongly spelled because they do it on purpose. But <laughs> all that kind of stuff makes the makes a theatrical experience. And that's really nice uh, to do. And the valid means it has to be, uh, that's really also from uh, uh, 
more important nowadays, it has to be valid, it has to be true. If you sell shit, you get shit. If you sell uh, fashion, fast fashion, perhaps you won't make it that much longer because people are starting to change and thinking yeah. about, about the future. So it has to be true, it has to have value, and it has to touch values. And when you know those three things in your uh, program, your design program, then you can easily design something you know that inputs uh, what what is what is needed. So. Yeah. So you started your work as a freelancer, and you managed to find like some um, companies like clients like NPO. How did you start up? Did you go to find clients, or did they come to you? Um, no. Uh, I mean, when I finished school, they said, "Well, it was the design academy was a nice education, but at the end, I thought, okay, and now I want to start and." Actually, I don't know anything about starting a company, yeah. about even not about uh, uh, sending a letter to a company to be a, an employee. Uh, so there were a lot of things that I was missing in my uh, my education. Um, and one thing I learned from my mother, I mean, uh, she always said, yeah, uh, flying birds catch more than sitting birds. So you have to go to all the things that you like. And I liked the world of television uh, at those days because it was a magical world. It's, kind of fake, but also real, and they had a real large audience. So I just wrote a letter to the, uh, to the NLB those days, and I said, well, I want to, uh, to do a project with you. And they said, well, that was, that was nice thing with being young, they said, well, he's young, but um, he doesn't bite, so, so let's uh, spend an hour <laughs> with him. So it really works out good, but a lot of creative people uh, are also not that kind of a salesperson. Yeah. But presenting yourself or being yourself and just going to where your interest is, well, it's, it's, the, best, uh, it's the best advice you can, uh, can have. And I mean, perhaps you go to the pharmaceutical uh, 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 companies, if you like that, you go to a kind of, a, 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 I don't know, a building company, and you go to, well, well imagine where you want to uh, go to. But I always thought, well, if there was something glowing in my heart that I, I want to go there, just like I was a child, and you want to go to the, to the, to the, to the playground, well, that's that's a kind of internal feeling, just follow it. But don't wait that they will find you, and don't just, I mean, also in the design, there are a lot of people putting their product there, and then they hope, well, the world's going Something to change. Is. Well, yeah. <laughs> that will be a dis uh, big disappointment then. Yeah, we've heard this lesson from so many of our guests that we just have to try and experience new stuff and don't be afraid. But I think as a um, student who is not graduated yet, I think, it's a really hard thing and scary thing to do. Like if you have this imagination that this company is perfect for me, I want to work there, but you always self-doubt yourself that maybe I'm not good enough to apply or maybe I should wait a little bit more, gain more, gain more experience, and then after that, do yeah, it, don't rush yeah. into it. Yeah, but the, I can imagine the feeling. I mean, uh, the, you have a Pipilanka, Pipilanka, I don't know if you know her. Yeah. <laughs> well, she always says, well, uh, I've never done it before, so I think I can do it. Uh, and if you have that kind of attitude, and if you learn to, to stand for yourself, and that's why a lot of people also come to me. I mean, all people have marvelous talents, and all people are good in what they do. But a lot of people think that they are not good in what yeah. they do, or they think, well, well, I have to learn. I mean, my English is also not perfect, but I just start to talk, and well... <laughs> And some words I, which I don't understand, well, I try to find some other words and we can understand each other. That's the most important thing, just act. But to let people act, that's where a lot of self-confidence uh, is needed. 
where a lot of uh, believe in yourself is needed and where a lot of that you know what you can do and what you're good at. And if you learn that more, also in your educational uh, periods on, uh, on school, I think that will work out. And why not just call companies now? I mean, you can you can visit ASML or another company and just say, I have, I think I have a solution for something, or I just want to tell you something, give you something. A lot of people want to uh, welcome you with open arms, I guess. Yeah. I was also a little bit wondering, uh, it's also part of the you know, yeah, finding yourself as a as a student and as a designer, so to speak. Like, can you like design your own identity a little bit? Well, for me, designing is just finding the right solution. Uh, what that was already there. I mean, if you start yeah. to design something that's not there and you want to overcompensate something, then you're just making a kind of uh, extra decor around something. Yeah. So being a good designer or making the right design is just finding what's needed on this moment for this special occasion. And it's not about, okay, so I have a chair, so why just make 50 colors of it and make some other thing that no one needs? I mean, for me, that's not the core of design. Just finding what's needed and the solution is already there. I mean, this world has nothing new in this world. Everything there is was there about one million years ago, but we make new combination, new kind of combination with other products, with other materials, with other, where people grow bigger, then you need larger ch uh, chairs. So you yeah. really make you, you make a solution of that question. Yeah. So you actually don't design anything at all. Yeah. In the product or a process, it's it's all the same for me. Yeah. And you change the exi uh, existing uh, puzzle pieces on the board to uh, fit to new ideas and new situations, so to speak. Yeah, and if you want to be a designer and look like a designer, I mean, a lot of people in my first year that I, I was uh, teaching at, uh, at St. Lucas in Boxholm, you know, all designers look like designers because they thought when, when you are a designer, you have to have blue hair, you have to have <laughs> other shoes, you have to be different than the rest. And that's good. I mean, it's good to, to discover who you are first. But in the second or third year, everyone was ju just wearing normal clothes again because they thought, well, I can put the energy on myself, but, but after discovering myself and who I really am and what I really want to do, now is the time to put the energy on other uh, people and, and products that I want to design. And I was once in Japan, I was a monk. Uh, I was there for, uh, for work and he was a monk and he was also a designer at Mitsubishi. I didn't know. A strange combination. Yeah, it looks like a strange combination. And I also didn't know before that all, all cities in Japan uh, are uh, uh, like uh, uh, Makita, etc. They're all cities in Japan, so I don't just they're, ju they're just at the, at the grocery store. You, you buy products, and they, they made a nice name of it, but it was just well, Mitsubishi was all the place in Japan. And but he said uh, uh, one thing really valuable, uh, valuable to me, which I didn't understand for. Um, and he said he said to me, you have to become a good designer first, and after that you can become a good human being. Yeah. And I didn't understand it because I said, but why first be a good designer and then? Yeah. Be a good human being but he said if you have your skills and you, you have all the things you need to do for work uh, then you can start but why am i doing it actually and that's why he became a monk after being designed and after he was also now a monk he said i want to help people i want to do something for for uh, for mankind so that was i always remember that, remember that sentence uh, that he told me uh, But um, as you explained, knowing your identity is quite important. It's like the initial step 
through the process of design. And you somehow do that for your clients, you do that for your clients to design stuff for them, whatever they're needing. Um, but when we look at your portfolio on the website, we could like really see a harmony between the world and actually see your own identity in their work. Um, how do you manage that, that the balance between your identity as a designer, as a coach, to their client's identity? Yeah, that's a really good, good question. And as, as I said before, a lot of uh, coaching sessions don't lead to design at yeah. my own company. But if there is a kind of, I mean, there's also kind of first intention why you meet each other. I mean, if you see someone on the dance floor in a discotheque, I mean, there are 50 people, but only one or two uh, catch your eye. And uh, a lot of project, uh, project that I see also carry my identity. I mean, in, in designing, I cannot get rid of my own way of how I look with color, how I look with, with shape. Um, so it's actually a kind of, after the first date, after the first sessions with, uh, <laughs> with looking for the identity, afterwards you can see, well, shall we get married with each other and shall we combine the qualities that I have with the qualities that you have. And if it's not, if it has to be a kind of Buddhist pita well, please go to there because I won't copy that that kind of uh, work. But you're, you're right, the, the atmosphere of my work has also a kind of atmosphere that some people uh, are, find it attractive and so, uh, some really hate it. And it's fine for me because that are also the people that have to find uh, other designers or other uh, people to work with. But it's true, so you have a kind of, uh, and that's your own identity and, and, and most of the time when I needed it uh, more, I needed to find my own identity and my own way of designing and being creative more. Uh, that's also why I started painting and that for me now, if I really want to express myself, then I use my paintings for that. And if I want to express what the company needs, then I keep it, uh, yeah, I make the designs for the company. So the for me the, the painting is, I mean, I'll still paint when I'm 85 or so, and perhaps I'm not designing them anymore, I don't know. Perhaps I'm still coaching. But designing a lot of times now, I use other designers now also to make the solution for the company. If it has to be more black and white yeah. and I'm a, a, a colorful guy, so then I find some other designers and say, well, I think your style fits more this question. So that's yeah. what's changed, yeah. and I, of course, I don't put that on my own website. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, you 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 match the identity of the the company basically with an, the identity of of a designer, and so if you design something, your identity matches with the identity of the company. Basically, it's like a synergy. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's like a, I don't know how you call it, but when people match other people, I mean, it's. <laughs> Tinder, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting everyone's mind. <laughs> Designer Tinder, like, oh, no, I don't like this one. <laughs> but that could actually be a good idea for clients and designers have a Tinder of like their um, designers projects and get the client can be like, nah, I don't like this, nah, I don't like this. <laughs> Swiping. Uh, yeah. But it works that way. <clears throat> also in, in finding your job in the future or, or, your, or, or even if you want to be your own uh, design company or you want to be a freelancer, the only thing that works is people that like other people are going to work together. A lot of people vibrate in the same way as you do. And if you find the same vibration, then you can work together, yeah. you can live together. The same frequency, uh, yeah, the basically. Frequency, yeah. That's a, perhaps a better word, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, you, 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 you know who you are, basically. Saying you start looking for a place to work which matches that same kind of vibe. 
to uh, to say then give, give away. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. And that's more easy than just uh, finding I want to design a building or I want to design cars. I mean, it's about the right atmosphere. Most of the people find their right way. They do it all, and uh, not with their uh, active brain at all. It's it's all in their unconsciousness. But that's how you make decisions in life. Yeah. No one makes decision uh, with that with their consciousness. Yeah, it's all gut feeling. Uh, yeah, gut feeling, and, and just and the only thing that I try to do with all those companies and people is just try to find that gut feeling again, and then you can make the right decision just as easy as, as you want. You don't have to think anymore yeah. about cut out all the uh, all the all the bullshit and all the uh, policies and uh, go back to the to yeah what, to the core, to the core. Yeah. and the core. I mean, if you need a lot of sometimes you see a design or in a museum or, or whatever you see project or a, or, or a product and there's a lot of text needed to explain it. I mean then the product, for me the product or the artwork or whatever doesn't work because why should you need such a big explanation? I mean if you see the love of your life you also don't need any explanation. Yeah. You see this is the love of my life. Okay. <laughs> and that the first thing how can I get to her or him? That's that's the, the only question that counts. And that I have I need a lot of story about telling who I am, I want my father does for the job, and that I'm really great and I'm impressive and I'm I'm large and I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of money. I mean that's all bullshit around it. You know? Yeah. You never need that. Yeah, okay. So we talked about how important it is to know yourself as a designer and know your identity. But from my experience is that we are so um, under pressure with education that we don't have the time to really think about ourselves and we just dedicate our time to passing in university or do the learn the skills that they're teaching us, but not more about who am I or what kind of designer I want to be. Okay, uh, well, then I have another question for you. I mean, how many time do you spend a week in using Instagram or watching Netflix or having a beer with friends or booking your next holiday or all those kind of doing your groceries in a shop, yeah. which you can also, they deliver them also for free. So time is also a kind of excuse not to be busy with yourself. I mean, more people spend more time in booking their uh, yearly holiday uh, for one week than they spend a year on the quality of their lifetime, of the quality what they want to become or what their future might look like. So if you use time as an excuse, it, it is possible, but first think, for yourself, where do I use all those spare time that I could not, for example, if you are an hour on Instagram, in an hour you have also a kind of coaching session. But it's not only about time, right? It's about how um, complicated your brain, does that make sense, complicated your thoughts are and how dominate the university. That's true, is. that's true. And your brain is, uh, has its own priorities and you also send your own priorities to your brain. Yeah. So if you think that developing who you are and what you want to be is one of your priority, your first priority, then you'll make the time. Then everything will flow around it. And it doesn't cost a lot of time, but you have to uh, be aware of it. I mean, being aware of that, it's, that you're not aware of your identity is the first step. If you cannot ride a bike, the first step is, okay, I cannot ride a bike. So do I want to learn to ride a bike? Okay, then I'm starting to ride a bike and in a few weeks you ride a bike. Yeah. So time is, is sometimes a good excuse, but it's most of the time it is an excuse. 
you can make time they always say yeah. uh, it's about priorities <laughs> <laughs> well we all know that but yeah. instagram is so yeah. <laughs> well at the nice thing of instagram it's of course a hypnotic kind of uh i mean first you had te television now you have uh, instagram and the only purpose of instagram is keep you as long as they can yeah. on the instagram but no one learns anything from the instagram or no one is really moved by the instagram you're moved by sending a message to someone you like but i mean i mean i also i'm also on the instagram it's not it's not forbidden but it doesn't teach you anything new it just razzle dazzles your brain and that's nice sometimes if you want to be but you can also meditate for one hour i get i think you know more about yourself then than being one hour on instagram and then afterwards you go half an hour on instagram as a small reward perhaps just to be neutral instagram has some benefits as well like uh, i i can imagine some of our listeners gonna be like well we learn some new stuff from instagram of course that's correct but generally it's nicer to spend some time for yourself and meditating rather than spending it on instagram liking <laughs> yeah you can like me you can follow me on instagram it's not problem. i'll follow you back <laughs> yeah i think that's a nice Let's wrap this up. Hope you listeners learned something new today like us. Thank you, Cohen, for sharing your experiences. And thank you, listener, for listening. Let us know if you liked the episode. We appreciate your comments anytime. You can reach out to us via email or Instagram. Hope you enjoyed the episode.